please welcome to our Halloween Sin and Gin episode. I am Victor Garsley. I'm the Crowboy. I'm, I'm I'm Mr. Graves, and I'm also laughing. I <laughs> Just looking at Matt. And uh, welcome to Sin and Gin podcast, a podcast where we play games, we tell you facts, we tell you the latest news stories, and we are currently trying to decide what films we can fit in the sentence "you little shit." So, we... what part of the sentence? <laughs> well, so yeah, you have to think of a film, right. like, like a famous film quote, and then you have to think where "you little shit" would fit oh, into okay. that famous like film this. quote. I like this. Okay, well, I have a dream. You little shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Mama always says, you little shit. You I'll little never shit. let... Or like, you know, Titanic, I'll never let go, you little shit. <laughs> now, every time you've got to do it, like a guy from East London, like, I'll never let go, you little shit. <laughs> shit. Just completely. You shit. shall not pass, you little <laughs> shit. Um, before we continue, uh, I should have expected this, but Matt, what, yeah. what's going on over there? Uh, I have time travelled all the way back to 2007. Yeah, where I've Could decided you? to um, come as O'Malley. <laughs> O'Malley. Uh, do you want to fill it for any for anyone not? Not from 2007, or has not been following <laughs> us since 2007. Do you want to explain? I just thought it'd be fun to wear the old Billy Rebel makeup and Billy Rebel shirt. And when back when we were in, back when I was in uh, Billy Rebel, I wasn't known as Victor Garsley. I was known as O'Malley after the uh, cat from the Aristocats. Mm. And uh, so I just thought I'd bring back um, my. It just felt right to do it. For yeah, the Halloween episode. You know, yeah. if you're confused or want context, go back to the first episode we did with that's called what do we call it? The Billy Rebel special. Billy Rebel special. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like episode twelve, thirteen. Yeah, something. something like that. Yeah. Have a look. It's got the word Billy Rebel in it. You'll get. You'll get crazy. Important context. <laughs> yeah, we're on, four, we're on forty-eight now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. cool. Uh, uh, yeah, very spooky. I completely forgot uh, to be spooky. So me and Dave are the Safari Boys. Apparently, that you, you <laughs> yeah, mentioned earlier. A spooky am, Safari. Am, You're on a spooky I Safari. No, so Joe, Victor, and the Bully Fan. That's what. Yeah. That <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe's wearing his um his t-shirt all the way from Africa. Yeah. And uh, Dave is wearing his zebra print. So. And I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt Dave <laughs> later. <laughs> and I'm gonna look forward to it. I've got like a possessed TV. Oh yeah, good. Oh, so spooky. Uh, so, Joe, how have you been? Oh, hang on, there you go. Yeah, I've been, I've been good. Uh, I'm, I'm continuing my quest to look like a uh, fop musketeer. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, Is it a full time job now? It's a full time job. I have to uh, defend the palace and also. You, yeah. Have you got your rapier yet? My, my, excuse me. The, the you know the, <laughs> you the, the, the sword. Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, uh, that too. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, apart from that, I'm going into the studio tomorrow with another band. Ooh. Yet another band to play another bass, a an instrument I don't play. Oh. oh. <laughs> Joe jo plays bass. Really. I play bass. Uh, that's a new book I've got coming out. And uh, and I spent all day writing, which you'll find out about later. Okay, uh, Dave, how have you been? I've been good, thank you. What's I've, your spookiness um, level? What's my spookiness? It was uh, <laughs> it was really high early on because we had to go at the old Ghosty Boys. Oh, uh, nine thousand! Scares the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah, anyway, but off that. 
Uh, I've been uh, working my ass off as per usual. Went to a lovely wedding this weekend up in the Lake Hello. District um, mm-hmm. and got to drive up there and experience all that, which was really nice. How long was the drive, Dave? It was six to seven hours. <laughs> time. Oh. I hope you had a nice podcast to listen to. I did, actually. <laughs> I listened to two podcasts. Have, two you listen, have you listened to the podcast that you weren't in when we had Rob Goblin? No, I didn't fully listen to that because... Um, as I started listening to it, I then got into a lot of traffic, and then I was just like, I can't really listen to people talking while oh, I was well, stuck in traffic. Fuck you, Ash. So, have, you, have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, seven hours is, is seven hours is enough time to listen to an episode and a half of Sin and Gin. <laughs> half an episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, yeah, I've been I've been fine, thank you, buddy. Um, just been cracking on with album this week, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's Crank. been good. It's been cracking good on and cranking off. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it. For us all later. Mm. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Mm. Yes. Not for the podcast. <laughs> no, not for the podcast. Not <laughs> you lot. <laughs> not you naughty lot. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. uh, Matt, how have you yeah. been? Yeah, there we are. <laughs> 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 I, always feel like, I always feel like I have to like wait around for that bit. Like, <laughs> you think we got it weird. after after thirty yeah. episodes of doing this? Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know the Inktober thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely yeah. given up on that. Yeah, um, <laughs> did a very good job up until the point, though. The yeah, point. I knew it would hold my attention for about a week and a half, and then, uh, and then I'd give up. Um, so Next. yeah, um, I've just been pretty chilled now that we've had you know we've had those gigs, that massive rush of gigs, and I'm just enjoying just chilling out and catching up on life and just being one spooky boy at home. What's uh, your spookiness level? Oh, I, I mean, right now it's pretty high. I'm, I'm on, I'm on quite a spooky level. I reckon we can uh, get it higher later. Oh, super, I hope spooky. So. <laughs> super spooky, super um, spooky. Hello, does someone say spooky? Oh, oh, oh. oh. It's a, it's everyone's favourite um spooky uh, fact teller. Um, hello, hello. Oh, all right, all right. Hi. Um, I think it's time for than spooky. Mm. Hello, 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 Cam Patrick. Hello, get a room, Jean. Get room, Jean. I didn't know you. I didn't know you felt that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, well, uh, uh, unfortunately, it's never gonna work. The victory yeah. the bully fan does. The he smells. He does. smells constantly like garlic. <laughs> is what I've heard. <laughs> um, it's Cal- time for Cal Factor. Good. I've got facts for you, you've got facts for me Well here comes Count Factula to train you with his facts I am Count Factula, happy Halloween! <laughs> yeah, there's too oh, many lines, you're not getting paid for those extra lines, Count Factula Oh please, just five <laughs> pin We, we didn't ask that, we told you to keep it Five bits of but, gibble but you are smashing it. How, how, how does uh, Count Factula celebrate Halloween? Oh, well, I, I wake up, I make myself a nice blood coffee, usually with a tampon. Bluffy. Uh, like oh. a, yes. oh, it's a, that's why they call it the vampire's tea bag. Oh. Uh, Do and they? Then I ha- Who's and they? Then I ha- oh, you know, people. And then I have... Uh, <laughs> And then I have some uh, blood-soaked kibble, always delicious. Mm-hmm. And then I like to carve a nice pumpkin. I usually do like to do a comical penis. Or something mm. stupid like that. Okay. Um, and then when little kids come to my door, I fuck them up. I fucking. Oh, oh I'm glad you said, up. said fuck yeah. them up. <laughs> up. Up the wall. I just word. I fucked them up the ass. <laughs> there you go. There you go. With the pumpkin. So, yeah. 
we've all now discovered that Count Factor. I mean, he is over like, like a few thousand years old. So either way, he's a pedophile. Uh, wow. Back in my back in my day, that was all. That's all. That's the you know most people rage. die at the age of ten. Yeah, yeah. He died in 1982. <laughs> um, um, all right. Um, well, we've got to do I cut this bit out? <laughs> so this part of the show, if you've never listened to us before, is where we all go and research a lot of facts and try and decide on something new and refreshing to interest each other and you, the listener, with some crazy little facts that hopefully will blow your crazy little fucking Halloween mind. <laughs> Mr. Fucking Joe, what you got? Oh, cool. <laughs> my, my, I wish I'd made mine Halloween themes. No, mine's not either. <laughs> but it is, it is spooky because it's. Well, well, no, it's not spooky, it's scary. Um, well, that's, that's in the na- I suppose that's in the nature of Halloween. It's scary because uh, you wouldn't want this to happen to you. Um, <laughs> in World War II, Japan bombed China with fleas infected with the bubonic plague. Oh, God. Oh, and I read that and I thought, that's quite funny. Uh, it turns out it's actually pretty tragic. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. Oh, what a laugh. Well, I thought, I, I, I imagine this just big bomb filled with just fleas that just got dropped. It turns out that wasn't, it wasn't the case. Um, so obviously uh, that is uh, biological warfare, which is banned by the Geneva Convention, one of my favourite mm-hmm. conventions. Um <laughs> <laughs> which was introduced so one of my many favourite conventions yeah. which yeah. was uh, yeah Comic Con and then uh, the Geneva <laughs> Convention and Comic Con they always oh, give the, a good they always give a good goodie bag don't they yeah, yeah Brony Con and the Flat Earth Society one um, so yeah so after the First World War they were like probably should stop doing that it's a bit um, bit, death, bit deathy yeah. Um but no, General Shiro Ishii thought, um, you know what, because it's banned, it's probably quite effective. So I'm going to give it a go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, they had 3,000 people working on this. 500 of them were doctors and scientists working on ways that they could kind of induce um, chemical warfare. Um, so basically, they had 4,500 containers where they were raising fleas in six giant cauldrons, uh, and then six oh giant gosh. cauldrons for chemicals. Oh, and they basically Halloweeny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. There's your link. Yeah. Yeah. And then basically, they dipped all of them in various Deep. things. Like I say, dipped. They're probably a bit more sciencey than that. Uh, including anthrax, dysentery, typhoid, paratyphoid, cholera. Um, it turns out the plague was Hilaria. really. The- Plague was really the only one that didn't make them all like die, so they stuck. They went with plague. Um, what what ended up happening though is uh, they basically had this clay bomb that was filled with oxygen, and it could it was genuinely a bomb with 200, 300, sorry, twenty thousand, thirty thousand fleas in each one of these parts. So it was kind of like a bomb. Dropped it, and people in the village died, like everyone died. Of the plague in like during World War Two, it was pretty fucking rough. And then someone travelled to the next village and infected six thousand people, and then three thousand people died of the plague. Um, so yeah, basically not cool. They had this complex called Unit Seven Three One where they did all these experiments, um, and it and it lasted. It was there for like thirteen years, and it looks really spooky. Um, the like ruins that are left of it of Unit Seven Three One. Um, but yeah, um, they ended it in 1945, obviously 
with the end of the the war. But yeah, flea bombs were a thing, and <laughs> it's just, it's, just, just be like, well, me. I didn't drop that flea bomb. Here's a question: If you could put anything in a bomb, sorry, and and whatever it is, it would survive. You know, like what? And what would you do? (sighs) Hang on. Why are you? you, So you could put. You could put like a leopard in there, like. Ten, ten tigers. A leopard to, behind enemy lines. To, to get more leopards behind <laughs> enemy lines. Yeah, yeah so you can just drop. Or? Yeah, so you could just. What? But I really want a koala, so I'm going to put a thousand koalas in a clay. Well, pot they've got STDs, haven't they? I'd well, probably yeah. put in a bunch of GP receptionists. Something yeah. like, <laughs> just bore everyone people. to death, or just irritate people. Yeah. Just yeah. like, yeah, just like, uh, toddlers hopped up on sugar. Really, <laughs> just that running around. Pretty effective. Yeah, uh, load of baboons. Oh, oh, Bluetooth into the HMRC office. Bluetooth speakers playing Baby Shark. Yeah, but oh, all like out, slightly no. out of sync. Yeah. <laughs> or, or batteries or running out. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that really loud voice oh. that comes in and goes battery low. <laughs> <laughs> like a thousand times, thirty thousand Bluetooth speakers. Low. Bluetooth disconnected. <laughs> Yeah, battery low. Just, just, Jim Davidson speaking. Oh, please don't. <laughs> um, right then. So this, uh, let's get some more facts from. Let's go, Mister O'Malley. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh sticking with that name. Oh, tweets. Um, so mine's not necessarily Halloween themed, but I just thought oh. it was really cool. We didn't agree to make oh, it Halloween themed. To be yeah, fair, yeah. 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 Uh, so as I've previously talked about um, do you remember the great toffee flood oh yeah this, uh, the so slowest this is, stickiest death yeah this uh, one is the great whiskey fire um, it's oh, it a similar fun. similar thing um, but it's a bit different so yeah the great whiskey fire of 1875 was when 5,000 barrels of whiskey ignited and flowed onto the streets um, where they it killed 13 people and I'm going to come back to those people that died um it basically a fire happened it burst all the barrels and this whiskey obviously caught fire and yeah, fam- went, famously flammable alcohol yeah. yeah and it went just and it just went through the streets setting fire to pretty much everything then uh back in um Dublin you know they used to keep in 1875, there used to be like farm animals in the streets, and the farm animals just went mental. And basically, there was a stampede of. I thought you were going to say if you were animals, it, there was just the right place to flash fry a kebab. <laughs> 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 if you were lucky and you had a fork on you, uh, so yeah, <laughs> they sent oh they God. sent a burning river of whiskey throwing through the streets like lava. <clears throat> mm. um, the in Dublin. Fire- yeah, the blazing fire caught fire to everything it touched, spreading flames so quickly it was impossible to do anything but run. Uh, in some cases, try, uh, people tried to capture the liquid. Yep. Um, Sounds like Ireland. Uh, I'd be having a bit of that near the fire at the bottom You know, like those flaming like shots you get? They probably were like, yep, just yeah. get this in a glass. Fucking. So the... The Dublin Fire Brigade uh, was under the leadership of a guy called Captain James Robert Captain James Robert Ingram, and <laughs> Captain he was known, Jameson. Yeah, and he was known for trying to put fires out in a bit of an unconventional way. Pissed on him. And basically, he told he told all the all of the soldiers and firemen to put 
paving paving slabs with sand and gravel to stop the whiskey, which obviously didn't work that well because it just went in between everything. Yep. As um, it is wont to do. And then he, he ended up telling them, because there used to be big piles of like horse manure in that, he ended up putting loads of horse manure in the streets to try and do it. But then it, it did before. actually work because um, it was still like wet. It wasn't dry mm. horse manure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so... <laughs> the 13 people that died uh oh, they slipped on horsemen here no they Cock. didn't no they didn't die from burns or smoke inhalation or anything like that they died of alcohol poisoning <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know knew that was coming that yeah. was coming yeah <laughs> fucking so, hell. Uh, so, <laughs> i wouldn't even say i'd say if that happened in england the same thing would happen so, there's a thing from the uh from the illustrated london times noted that crowds of people assembled and took off their hats and boots to collect whiskey which ran in streams along the streets Four people have died in hospital from the effects of drinking the whiskey, which was burning hot as it flowed. So they just drunk burning whiskey. Yeah. Two two corn porters named Healy and McNulty were found in a lane off Cork Street, lying insensible with their boots off, which they had evidently used to collect the liquor. Mm-hmm. There are more. There are many other people in hospital who are suffering from the same cause. Two boys are reported to be dying, and it is a fear that other deaths will follow. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah that the is pr- the dumbest way to die of a fire. <laughs> yeah. The fire, uh, the fire proved to be one of the most destructive in the history of Dublin. Uh, the mayor set up a fund, and several hundred pounds was raised to help uh, those who had lost their homes and furniture. Eight men were carried in a uh, comatose state to Meath Hospital. Twelve in Jervis Street and three to Stevenson. Anyway, yeah, and one young man to Messrs. Uh, Thirty people died, and uh, yeah, and that's it. Fair. Mm. Oh, oh, and um, uh, in 2014, a new blend of craft whiskey was launched called Flaming Pig, named after the squeals of fleeing pigs said to have alerted residents to the fire. Jolly. Um, but wow. not only that, uh, the whiskey that burned in Dublin City during the blaze would have, if it was still around today, it would have a value of six million euros. Oh, for, for a bottle, for, a lit- for, for like a liter of that. Shame all those men drank it. Yeah. yeah, selfish wankers. Like, uh, just so thinking yeah. of the pigs. Sorry, just thinking of the pigs, and just like if you cover them in fire blankets, you have little pigs in blankets. No, oh, be protected from the flames. Bad. <laughs> oh, Three out of ten. That was that was that was a stretch. Like, yeah, but it would have been cute. It would have been cute. <laughs> oh, well, that and that's from the main. That's from the man that used to pun David Strain earlier off off camera. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this see if you can uh, make up for that one with uh, <laughs> Sash. What you got for? Oh no, mate, no, mine ain't gonna make up for anything. <laughs> mine, mine's shit. <laughs> but um, basically, um, I was looking into um, a, li- a little bit into um, cars and um, sort of like obviously like the first automobiles and stuff like that. And something that you don't necessarily think about is the first speeding ticket. Now. Um, it actually turns out that obviously if you get a, a brief, brief rundown of the first automobiles, um, it was the year 1886 is regarded as the birth year of the car. Um, Carl Benz patented his Benz patent motor wagon and it became widely available in the early 20th century. And obviously it wasn't like America adopted it fairly early. 1908, the Model T was invented by the Ford Motor Company and it wasn't widely spread out in Europe until after World War II. But to the matter of point, 
the first speeding ticket ever given to someone was in 1896. And it's crazy when you think about it. Motorist Walter Arnold was caught tearing through paddock wood in Kent yeah. at a hair raising. What speed? What speed do you reckon? I reckon five miles an hour. I reckon what about you, Joe? 11. Dave? 1890, so he's going to be... 1896. 92 miles an hour. Did you just say 90? He's going to be doing something stupid, like three miles an hour or something like that. Right. Okay, it was actually eight miles per hour. Oh. Um, But the speed limit at the time was two miles per hour. (laughs) So he was going four times the speed limit. Apparently, he got got pulled over by a police officer on a bicycle, (laughs) which just makes it even better. Well, I suppose you can, you can cycle about 20, 30 miles an hour. Yeah, to be yeah, fair. you can. Yeah. You can walk about yeah. five miles an hour. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. just, um, yeah, which I thought was just absolutely hilarious. You know, you think like eight miles per hour, like whizzing through paddock wood at eight <laughs> miles per hour. Can you, can you imagine being on like a speed awareness course back then, being the only person? <laughs> I like oh. this. Well, I, I went on like this like... wording as well. Says the astonished police constable who witnessed such boy racery mounted his push bike at a five mile a five mile chase ensued. <laughs> I didn't even read that part. <laughs> five so, miles yeah. going yeah, at like, eight yeah. miles an hour. So it Stop. took yeah. it I took the better it. part of an hour for the chase yep. to go. Yep. I, and I it says so. Is there an issue? <laughs> yeah, cool. You need to pull over. I, I, sorry, cool. You're going four times the speed limit. The engine's very loud, shilling. and it's shaking a lot. What did you say? Pull over. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> you rapscallion. Oh, inter- oh, interesting. There's a bit more to it as well. I was going to say, he was fined a shilling, but he was he was actually really pissed off about it because it caused <laughs> um, publicity, um, and he was one of the country's first car dealers. He, he, he sold oh. Ben's cars from Germany. Well, you can talk so, about how yeah. fast they go. They can go four times the speed limit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Brilliant. And it says apparently, yeah, after that, apparently the, the speed limit was raised to 14 miles per hour. So whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, crazy. Oh, so hang crazy on. Stuff. So this guy breaks the law and they go, well, I suppose we better raise it. I think it was probably because like cars were obviously becoming a bit more. So yeah, I guess it's, um, but yeah, I, thought, I just thought it was really interesting. Just like I, w- I said, mm. eight miles per hour. I wish that had carried on exponentially. So like the speed limit through. For- Bexy Village would now be like 103 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I should tearing it through that. Time. Just tearing through that tiny roundabout. Every time someone gets to find the speed limit, it's increased. It's like we're, we're on like 200 and something now. <laughs> Terrifying, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. M25 is light speed. Um, Dave. <laughs> oh, yes, me. Um, right, so my, my fact is actually based around Halloween because <gasps> why not? Oh, oh so spooky. You know. Uh, but have we all seen the film Halloween? With, um, yes. With Michael I've Myers. Seen- oh, yeah. Groovy, baby, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, with the actor Michael Myers, who plays Austin Powers, <laughs> and Dr. Evil, and, and Shrek. Bastard, and Shrek. Uh, Did you say Mr. World. Custard? <laughs> Mr. Custard? Who's Mr. Custard? <laughs> I didn't say Mr. Custard, I, don't know, I have no idea I what that was I feel like that to, needs so. to be a character. <laughs> in my well. next film, where I play Mr. Custard. Um, anyway, <laughs> did you know, so obviously Michael Myers in the film... Oh, wait, Hello, sorry, guys. Guys, sorry, wait. <laughs> There's kids entertainer, Mr. Custard from Cottingham, England. 
Well done, if anybody wants to hire him, his number is 07801 596 448. Please hire Mr. Oh. Custody. Genuinely needs work. <laughs> I feel like he's in that uh, Balamori show. And, and, and oh his, my God, the picture. <laughs> it's wait, entertainer, oh, Mr. Sorry, Custard, children's entertainer, and all round silly sausage. Bracket <laughs> vegan, of nice. course. What? Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, true. Dave, what was she saying? No, hang on. Fuck what I was saying. What's this? Does he really say vegan? Uh, of course, he's got he's got videos as well. He's got a TikTok. He's got a TikTok. Mrcustard.com is his TikTok. Oh, what a lovely surprise right. meeting your previous anyway. hairdresser at a party. Silliness with a tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he Mrs. Just get, he just gets his bollocks out <laughs> <laughs> on a kid. <laughs> so oh. silly, Mr. Custard. <laughs> Stop it, Mr. Custard. You're so silly. Stop Mr. Custard, they're so salty. Get, get Mr. Custard, get your bollocks off that kid. Uh, Dave, quick, save us from talking about kids again. Right. Oh, you. Mr. Custard. That was a screaming kid. So I'm really sorry, but Custard will become quite relevant in the next segment as well. Mr. Custard. Um, anyway, so back to the film Halloween, which really came out in 1978, which had nothing to do with Mr. Custard. <laughs> I'm sure he's watched it. I, I'm pretty sure he has, and he had a great time. Uh, anyway, so Michael Myers is the main uh, villain in the film. He goes around killing a lot of people, and he wears this oh. big white mask that's very featureless, has no kind of like eyes. The eyes are very uh, cut out. Yeah. There's no eyebrows. Yeah. The cheeks are very, very like kind of saggy white cheeks. Mm-hmm. But do you know where that mask came from? Do you ever what? look at that mask and go, oh, I recognise that? No. Uh, William Shatner. No. Yes, yeah, so a death mask of William <laughs> Shatner. It was made before his death. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Carry on, Dave. Right, right, so, uh, so for those that didn't know, it was uh, a death mask of William Shatner. <laughs> fucking Star Trek. Star Wars Trek. Star Wars, Star Wars track of, of where he where he was the guy who you know, but yeah, he did a great job. Anyway, back to Mister Custard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, come back on. Well, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much, I mean, there's not really much else to talk about. Wait, what was where was the mask? Where was the mask from? From Star Star uh, Star Wars. No, Star, Star Trek. Star Trek. Sorry, Star fucking hell. Where, 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 made a force be with. Why did the, Why did they use William Shatner's? Why did they use that mask? Uh, Wait, hold on. Is that, that. is that is that true? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were yeah. joking. Oh no, no it's serious. They basically they used it because of the budget. So they did the whole film in twenty. Why is there a mask of William Shatner there? It was it was used. It was on like it was a cheap thing in a set. They bought it for a dollar apparently. So they got four. They got four different masks. One of them was like Nixon, like the stereotypical Nixon mask. There was one of Spock as well. Uh, Shatner and then the fourth mask I can't remember what it was and it was actually on a different one that I found so I can't remember to tell you what it was either way oh, um, but in the I end they used the Captain a... Kirk one and they just like like got rid of the eyebrows and stuff like that that's why it's got the well that's a terrible mask of William Shatner because in 1978 he was still relatively young <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying isn't it so basically they used that mask for ages because it was like the cheapest and it was a quick option and in, in like when they were filming Halloween 2 or something like that they realised they didn't have the same mask where it was falling apart because the original actor took it home with him or in between sets, kept shoving it in his back pocket. So, so was it bought from like a Halloween store? Basically? Yeah, it was like gotten off of a, a prop, like an, from like a prop company. So oh. like the actual film company who were filming at the time 
would have rung him up and been like, oh, we're looking for oh, this mask. I thought we were him. doing a bit. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So, I can't tell the truth from fiction it, anymore. It, it, it is actually terrifying. Like, if you actually Google 1970s William Shatner mask and see the yeah. original one, mm. it's, it's horrible. It's weird. It? Yeah, it's just fucked. Shatner 1970s. mask. But they've obviously, William like, they, they, as I said, they got rid of the eyebrows. They got rid of oh any other God, kind of, yeah. like, the main defining features from the mask. Oh, my God, yeah. Sweats the brown hair back. It's just there, a William Shatner There's a lot of people that say that uh, the mask looks a little bit like Mariah Carey. <laughs> anyway, back to Mr. Custard. Um, <laughs> Mr. Custard plays Musical Bumps. Oh, really? Uh, the lady in Musical Bumps is Mrs. Custard. I call him right now. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. He'll be sitting down to his dinner of custard. I can't. Right, um, we've got... Uh, we've got it's something... Dinner so, of custard. <laughs> we've got something a little... A little different next. Oh, we'll probably should go and do that, eh? Yeah. Right you little cunts. <laughs> hello, my spooky boys. Oh, hello. So, cast your mind back to last year, listener, because these guys know what's going on. But we did... What? what we did Crowboy's Haunted House which was if you remember those adventure style books when you were younger that you picked your own adventure through the through the story and we all had a lot of fun and a lot of laughs and we cried and you know <laughs> no basically and, and, I, sorry, and, and I'd like to make a point that you when I did one you got killed by your own house I got killed in my <laughs> own story in the Christmas house Santa's Christmas your own Christmas trap. Um, so I thought I'd give another crack at it. Um, this time I got a little bit carried away. I had a story loosely in my head for a little while and I banged it out today and it ended up being twice as long as the original Pro Boys Haunted House. And it's only part one because there's a whole other part to come. So keep your keep your little eyes open. Um, what I will say is it's half the length of my dissertation for university already. <laughs> and I did write it in one day. So take it with a pinch of salt. But basically, I thought this time, instead of me talking the whole time, we're going to bring up uh, a script for when the characters talk and you guys can select the voices. So it might make the, the storytelling a little more janky, but it will make it more funny. <laughs> and that's the main thing. Um, so before I reveal my screen, I will tell you the name of this year's Haunted House. It's Crowboy's Haunted House 2, Work to Death. <gasps> oh. Oh. So this time yeah. it's longer. <laughs> this, yeah, basically, <laughs> this time it's much longer. Right, so can you guys see my screen? Yeah, I can. Right, so. so I explain how this is going to work. Uh, and, and also make a point of this is a podcast, so you're going to have to. Uh... <laughs> it's right. The podcast, but it's actually going to benefit the podcast people because they they don't need to uh, they don't need to see the the, the on screen prompts for us. These are really for us. Um, yeah, I've got two computers and two mice here. This is 15 pages long. So everyone ready? Everyone, everyone got a drink? Everyone cozy? Everyone yeah. settled in? Yeah, I've got two drinks lined up. Okay, so chapter one, the dream. Many miles away, there is a shadow on the door of a cottage on the shore of a dark Scottish lake. Walter Scott. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Do you like my beeping? Beep, beep. That's good. You climb out of a sleep, not unlike a man swimming from the bottom of a pool of custard. 
And that's, and that's like aged really well. Yeah. Um, we're, we've already done a callback and we didn't know. Yeah. Fuzzy green neon lights swimming on the horizon like a lighthouse on a stormy custard sea. The lights form. The lights form shapes you recognise. Seven. Oh five. Oh yes, it's Monday. Great. And to top it off, you're running late. You consider briefly calling in sick. An extra day to recover from Andrew's shit stag do in Skegness. Besides, you, you probably should see the doctor about the thing on your knee. Do you call in sick or go to work? This is your first decision. Oh, God. So do you, also, let me just bear in mind, there will be decisions. If you get it wrong, or if you want to explore the possibilities, I'll let you go back to where the decision happened. No consequence. You just got to buy me some discos. Um, Biscuits. Oh. So what, do you, what, what, what do you, you thinking, call, guys? Do you call in sick or go to work? Discuss. Uh, I I think we should go into work. Yeah, I We've do. got something on our knee, though, haven't we? Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so? All right. Well, All right. well I, th- I feel like the fact that Joe's informed us that there's still that thing on our knee. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that he's Definitely now laughing, yeah. I think we should go to the doctor. I think we should go to the doctors, yes. Uh, okay, you send your boss a half-hearted text about your nan's second cousin breaking her legs and roll back over into your bed. <laughs> Sound asleep, you don't even... <laughs> Sound asleep. You don't even notice. Both legs. <laughs> you don't even notice. Just broke both, both legs. At the Just broke time. both her legs. Sound asleep. You don't even notice the sound of a Fiat 500 hitting the mini roundabout outside your house at 80 miles an hour. News reports will later say it was your elderly neighbour, Mrs. Wilson, who inexplicably had robbing a cost cutter and sending the police on a mad chase through town on her bucket list. Smashing through your bedroom window, coming to a final stop where your bed lives. Current, octopi- <laughs> current occupant, you. Congratulations, you have slept yourself to death. <laughs> oh, you got your first death early on, guys. Okay, so, okay. I think we'll go back and we'll go to work. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Thanks, Dave. He tried me with his laugh. We all felt his laugh. Okay, so, you recall snatches of last night's dream, but the memory of them keeps slipping away. From, uh, sorry, the memory of them keeps slipping away from you, like custard through your fingers. You seem to recall. <laughs> you seem to recall rain, a broken down car, a dark house, bees. What does it all mean? Is it related to your sudden custard obsession? No time to think about that now. It's time to get ready for work. Plopping sideways from your bed, not unlike a festering land crab, you shuffle your way to the bathroom to complete the first task of the day: shit, shower, and shave. You use your valuable time on the porcelain throne to ponder some of life's great thoughts. Today you consider how horrific it would be if your toilet had eyes in the bowl. Every morning, like staring down the barrel of the worst gun possible. (laughs) Back in your bedroom now, you put on one of your five identical white shirts and wonder what tire you'll use to jazz it up with today. Do you choose red, blue, brown or yellow? Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I, I, I like red, personally. Red, brown, blue, or, uh, sorry, red, blue, brown, or yellow? Blue. I was going to say yellow. We've all got different ones. Okay, so, get... why, so why, don't we, why don't we choose one that we haven't chosen? So brown. So, oh, <laughs> with the brown tie. Cool, nice. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, you take a minute to observe in the, mirror, in the mirror the vaguely human-shaped form looking back at you. Yep, that'll do. Chapter two, The Office. Rain, sprint, bus, sprint, tube, coffee, inside out umbrella, curse Thor, Odin, Shiva, Yahweh. You made it. Well done, you. Standing outside the building, you look up the familiar lettering. Frank, Frank and Jeans, Frank Frankfurters. <laughs> was that, wait, wait. Was that Frank and Jeans, Frank Frankfurters? Yeah. Frank and Jeans. 
No, Frank and Jean's Frank Frankfurters. <laughs> and now a now multinational conglomerate brand known up and down the country, selling everything from toasters to fake testicles. A far cry from their origins as a simple sausage factory to supply the Nazis with good with a good meal. Although they'd rather you forgot about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stepping through the door, dripping wet from the greatest hits of the British autumn, you fumble around for your access card. Ah, wait, you know exactly where it is. On your nightstand, at home. Shit. That's okay. Time to sweet talk, more, sweet talk Morag, the receptionist, who you highly suspect of being alive during both world wars. Um, <laughs> right, now we get to our first bit of dialogue. Who wants to be the protagonist, the nameless protagonist, as in you, the adventurer? Uh, I'll assault, okay. I'll, yeah, okay, Ash. Who's going to be more ag the receptionist? <laughs> I think Dave will be good as that. Okay. okay, Dave, your lines will be in red, and uh, Ash, your lines are going to be in blue. Okay. More ag! You exclaim. Don't you look radiant today? Remember the tie is brown, Dave. Uh, you, are let, you are met with a look of contempt so burning you feel your skin itch a little. Dave? Oh, you, I see you've gone with the brown tie today. I must say it looks awful on you. Forgot your card again? Ah, uh, yes, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> Morag issues you with a visitor's pass. With a grunt and a wave of a hand suggests your interaction for the day is now an end. Um, that done, get in the elevator and press floor two. The one marked data insights and analytics. As you walk towards your desk, now 20 minutes late, you notice no one looks up from theirs to meet your gaze. You can't blame them. You don't even know most of their names. Just their defining characteristics. You've got wheezy, chews too loud, scrag bones, snotty, etc. Uh, you're sure these people have real names. You just never bother to learn them. And in turn, they probably don't know yours. Just more worker bees going through the working week. Bees, you think. You feel bees are somehow important. You don't know why. No time to think about that now. There's data entry to be done. Uh, <laughs> as, you as, you as you turn the corner, you see someone's name who you definitely remember. Stephanie. Ah, oh, lovely Stephanie. Ooh. All legs and beautiful blonde hair. An angel of the office. Eyes as blue as the water on the fountains on third floor and hair like cascading post-it notes. You wish you were better at met <laughs> You wish you were better at metaphor- <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. You wish you were better at metaphors, but God made you a data analyst, not a poet. <laughs> nice. That was top stuff. <laughs> um, so, who wants to be uh, Matt? That leaves you being Stephanie. Your lines are in pink. Um, okay. <clears throat> oh, hey you. Stephanie says, "I've been looking for you. That brown tie makes you look very handsome." <laughs> Spurf. You stupidly blurt out. You need to think of something to say, but her delicate features make your brain grey electric puddle. You can only think of two things. Do you choose, hey, good looking, what you got up in there? And have you got the quarterly tax returns from Q2? Harvey needs them. Um, <laughs> every, every, everything in me wants to say, hey, good looking, but I feel like we need to ask. Hey, good looking, what you got up in there? Or have you got the quarterly tax returns from Q2? Harvey needs them. Um, well, I, I think we should go for the first one because she's saying you look very handsome. So she's obviously mm. flirting. Yes, she is. Yeah, so I agree with you on that one. Okay. I'm happy okay. with that. I can't remember if I wrote the response in here. Ah, there you go. Right. You've picked Hey Good Looking. Matt? Oh, just the usual stuff. She says while tipping you a little wink. 
I really have to go, but let's please catch up later. I need to talk to you. Look out for my email. With that, she turns on a hill like a Shoreditch ballerina and goes into the side office. The accent does not match what I had in mind. Shoreditch ballerina. Goodbye. Alabama, Toodaloo, cowboy. She was born. She was born in Texas, but she 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 lives in Shoreditch. With that, she turns. I tell you, boy. With that, she turns on a hill like a Shoreditch ballerina and goes into a side office, probably for the best. Between the wink and the prospect of seeing her again, you're pretty sure you've been rendered mute. Uh, cool, right. So, you're finally at your desk. You plop your wet belongings onto the floor, extract a sad sandwich wrapped in tinfoil from your bag, place it next to your keyboard, adjust your chair from spine-breaking to not quite unbearable, and switch your computer on. Whilst booting up, you look over to Jensen's desk. Jensen, Jensen, while not what you consider a friend per se, it's more of a known entity. After all, you have been sitting next to each other for four years. So some small talk is considered acceptable social norm, on the return from the weekend. Who wants to be Jensen? Dave, Dave, I think you make a good Jensen. Jensen. There's a little, oh, there's a little note there at the top. Jensen spoke in, in a robotic voice. You're not meant to read that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, done well so far. Doing good. Uh, uh, you are orange, so Ash. Orange. Right, so me first, yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right, mate, good weekend. You mumble with half-hearted sincerity. <laughs> Jensen, <laughs> Jensen's hand. Sorry, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, mate. Um, good weekend. Yeah, that's better. Uh, you mumble <laughs> with half-hearted sincerity. <laughs> Jensen's hand free. At uh, Jensen's hands freeze mid-sentence on the keyboard. He spins in his chair at forty-five degree angle and faces you directly, eyes burning into the back of your skull. Yes, thank you, colleague. Did you see the game? What a good sports event. He replies, still staring at you blankly. Uh, not being the sporting type yourself, but being a persistent people pleaser, you nod sagely at Jensen and say... Blue line. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was just... Uh, yeah, uh, it was a close one for sure, but um, in the end they really did did it. They did kick it. <laughs> I can't see the... I'm oh, sorry, my things in the light. Sorry, really, sorry my, uh, my... I just want to let podcast know my screen was covering Kick It. I do apologize. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'll start this again. Sorry. Yeah, um, it was a close one for sure, but in the end, they really did um, kick it. Phew, you think you got away with that? Great. Excuse me, colleague. I must return to working. This iteration has been... <laughs> human. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, he says, and with that, Jensen turns back a full 45 degrees and continues typing at alarming speed. Weird, you think. But then again, Jensen has always been a little kooky. Uh, to save face, you open up Chrome and search for what games were on at the weekend so you can better interact with the lunchtime footy banter. Except, seems there were no games on at the weekend. The Premier League had a rabies outbreak and that put the whole thing on ice. Weird. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Yeah, expert sound effects here from your narrator. They're great. Uh, you started you started out of this fault by the sound of your desk phone ringing. Why? Why do we even have these, you think to yourself? On the other end, the tinny sound of Morag's voice. Can't remember who Morag was. Oh, was that me? Yeah. <laughs> um, Harvey wants to see you in his office. You better go now. Click. The line goes dead. Harvey? You say to the now dead phone line. The MD? 
shit you think. What does he want to see me? It's clearly clocked you came in 20 minutes late. Do you go to Harvey's office or hide in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Harvey's office or hide in the box. Good record, boys. I mean, um, I think knowing Joe, how Joe worked, I think if we go hide in the toilet, mm. there's going to be something that sucks us into the toilet or we slip on the floor and we die. But I think if we go to the MD, it's going to progress the story forward. Uh, so I, we go, go to the... Oh, go on, go on, go on, no, no, go on. Carry on. I'll let you discuss. I was just going to say, should we go to the toilet then? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you want to go to the toilet? Now. You go oh, to the I don't toilet? know. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Let's go to the toilet. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, cool. Right, in the toilet. Cool. Yeah. You go. You, you go to. Charge, you wait, you go to your favourite stall, stall three, in the men's toilet and set up camp. What's your game plan here, anyway? You're gonna stay here all day. Surely someone will notice. After 20 minutes of doom scrolling Reddit, you get up, leave the toilet stall, and walk sheepishly back to your desk, wondering if any of your colleagues will wonder what demon spawn you were birthing in there. That was a very stupid plan. <laughs> <laughs> you then get up and go to the Harvey's office. Uh, yeah, yeah, really uh, so it, it, it was worth going there just for yeah, that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a little bit of extra content there. Chapter 3 Harvey's Office. You approach the office door. Oh, sorry. You go to the, you get the lift up to the top floor. You, you feel like you may get a nosebleed being this high up in the building. You approach the office door, usually closed, but today slightly ajar. Harvey Crowstein, MD, etched into the coal-plated sign. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, you never actually had much interaction with the big boss. Being the mid-tier drone that you are, there are about four levels of management between you and him. You feel a knot in the deepest pit of your stomach tighten, and you wonder again, why does he want to see me? Before your clenched, clenched fist can timidly knock on the door, you hear a commanding voice from within the office. Now who wants to be Harvey? I can be Harvey. Okay. Yeah. How deep can your voice go, man? <laughs> what? <Come> go. <laughs> I, don't know why I don't know why they're all like from New Orleans. <laughs> um, he, he's, he's a big he's a big bad Englishman. <laughs> well, how did it? Same voice, man. <laughs> Just you change it to a man. <laughs> right. That's your line, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just trying to gather my. Uh, Do you Americanize yourself? Yeah. Let's go low. Come in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, you step inside the magnificent office. The walls and decor dripping with mahogany. Everything screams wealth, power. Everything except the paintings on the wall. You notice the delicate watercolors featuring great big black birds around the office. What are they? Ravens? Magpies? Crows, maybe? Oh. Crows. The thought of them sends an icy sweat down the small of your back. You're snapped out of this force by a deep commanding voice from behind the desk. You were late this morning. Uh, uh, yes, Mr. Crowstein. I, I, I didn't hear my alarm. You say, stuttering all the merry while. You missed orientation, he says. Oh, that's you can't quite place his features. You've never been this close to the big man before. His irises, are they just dark brown? Or are they black? Do you uh, like riddles, boy? <laughs> I love them! He says with a wry smile, still staring out the window. Boy, I, I'm 34? What, what? Riddles? Um, sure. The words sloppily falling out of your mouth like alphabetty spaghetti. <laughs> Good. 
forget this one in three and I'll forgive your tardiness. Turns on his heels, dark eyes casting a cold gaze upon you. It wouldn't be Crowboy's Haunted House without a riddle, boys. You got three chances. Matt, do the honours. I'm not a razor, but have a blade. I unblunt items, then have a grade. What am I? Now discuss. Razor, but have a blade. I unblunt items that have a grade. What am I? You get three guesses. Unblunt mm. items that have a grade. So could it be grade as in like grading something as in like... Harvey Crowstein does not give clues. I'm not discussing. <laughs> I don't give there. clues. <laughs> Can we discuss between the three? Uh, it's yeah, a, of course I, you I, can. I, you just uh, can't. What about diamonds? Do diamonds have a grade? I'm not a razor. They yeah, buy unblunt yeah. items. The blade of yeah, a diamond. Yeah. That's yeah, one no, down. True. One down. Oh. Sorry. What? You've, oh, you've, you've okay. got, you suggested diamond and that's you get three chances and you've used up one. Oh. All right, well, how do we how do we discuss I, something? Without yeah, how do we discuss something when everything we discuss so, we go, no. Guys, um, <laughs> I'm going to make this really cryptic now. <laughs> I'm thinking... <laughs> Yeah, can you just see my camera? I'm not a razor. You can discuss. Yeah, just bring 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 me a consensus on your answer. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not yeah, a razor, yeah. but I have a blade. I unblunt items. I unblunt items that have a grade. What am I? Oh, unblunt means sharpen. Really? So is it to do with a yeah. teacher? But why would a teacher have a blade? Because like, he works so, in Kibrook. Um, <laughs> Standard protection <laughs> protocol. Hey, I items. I'm not a razor, but have a blade. I unblight, so I sharpen items. What things have a grade? That have a grade. What would you sharpen? So there's a gradient of like woods or a gradient of hills and like. Mm, grade. Yeah. Oh. I quite, I quite like. Hills, so. I. Ash, what are you thinking? Ah, I re- honestly, mate, I, I'm, I'm stumped. If you are completely stumped, I'll, I'll give you a clue. No, that's two, that, that's two down. Shit. What was it? I, I want to kind of get it wrong at the same time as well. It's a waffles. Digger. It's definitely waffles. <laughs> <laughs> so you got? Are you going with waffles? It's your final answer. No, 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 no. No, I just wanted to know what happens if we get it wrong. I <laughs> um, forgot that we had three tries and went for it. Yeah. Wait. So wait. Um, I, I, so basically, that sh- they, it sharpens something that has a grade. So what? Yeah. Well, let's try and get it right. There's not that many gr- riddles in this one this time. What has a grade that can be sharpened? Oh, I wonder. Uh, oh. Gradients of pencils. <laughs> is that a grade? Is that a grade? I, I mean, I'm trying to think now. Is that gradients in different types of pencils? I I'm stumped for this. Wait, 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 did you say pencils, Dave? Matt said pencils, I think. Oh, Matt, sorry, I heard pencils, No, no, I didn't say pencils. I'm not a Because pencils have... Because pencils, don't they? Well, a pencil sharpener would have a blade. (laughs) Yeah, pencil sharpener. Like, unblunt items that have a grade. Is that that your answer, boys and girls? I don't know. Would it be a pencil sharpener? Yeah, yeah, because pencils have grades. Yeah, I mean, you unblunt, yeah, you unblunt, you unblunt, yeah. Yeah, pencil sharpener. Yeah, pencil sharpener. Yeah. Pencil sharpener. Yeah. Ooh! Pencil sharpener? You answer, unsure if this is right or wrong. Harvey Crowstein, MD, flies around his desk faster than you can possibly think is humanly possible. 
and places. <laughs> Sorry, I got, I read half a se- I got broken from across a line on my screen. <laughs> he was doing his William Shatner. <laughs> yeah. Possible. Uh, Harvey Crotin, MD, flies around his desk faster than you think it's humanly possible and places two meaty pan- hands upon your shoulders. Ooh. A pencil sharpener, boy? Yes. Yes. Very good. You can feel his so breath true. upon you, hot, and that smell. Worms? Do worms have a smell? If they did, they would smell like this man's breath. Just a bit of fun. You like fun, don't you, boy? You missed something very important this morning, and this needs to be resolved immediately. Now head to floor four for orientation. They will be expecting you. That's a good for See how I like that. Uh, you leave Harvey Crostein's office with more questions than you do have answers. Why orientation? You've been working here for four years. You don't feel you could possibly get any more orientated. Why does he love riddles so much? Pretty sure they're for children. Um, now, how long is this orientation anyway? You feel your stomach rumble. Do you go back to your desk and get your sad sandwich? Or you've wasted enough time. Get to the bloody orientation. Uh, I'm feeling sad sandwich. Yeah, sad sandwich, got sorted the sandwich. Well, that will, <laughs> that will remain to be seen. Uh, I, I'm up for getting the sandwich. We yeah. may we may need we may need it later as well. You oh, may need it later. We may need a sort of sandwich later on in the show. Yep, going for the sandwich, okay. yeah? Yeah. You half run, half walk back to your desk on the second floor and grab your sad sandwich. Oh. What was it you made last night? Ah, yes, tuna and cucumber. Susie hated cucumber, but she's gone now, and so is her tyrannical reign of your sandwich contents. You <laughs> stuff the sandwich in your pocket and continue. Fuck you, Susie. On your way to the stairwell, you realise you forgot your notepad. Ah, well, you're right by the stationery cupboard. Why not pop in there and grab one? Chapter 4 Stationery. Uh, I didn't do the there's not much talking in this one um, so unfortunately I don't think I put the slides in I was just saying I don't want to quickly read the same before uh, before you move on the voice that you did was really fucking creepy boss but the way I read it is like um, the hitcher from Mighty Boosh (laughs) <laughs> like, just a bit of fun you like fun don't you boy <laughs> it kind of ended up sounding a bit like that to be fair yeah, it did, it did. That's, why, that's what it reminds me of you like me fun don't you boy <laughs> it's so weird it's so creepy uh, chapter 4 stationery you close the stationery cupboard behind you clunk clunk the end of the room by all the good shit, you know, staplers, hole punches, etc. You see Linda from HR. HR is the department you visit exclusively when you have a problem. No one goes there for a good time. And the people that work in that area radiate the same energy. You straighten up and line up some of your best close quarter small talk. Sorry, Ash, I didn't actually put this on a slide, so I'm going to read this one. That's fine. That's fine. How was your week uh, thunk? You look directly to your right and you see a quivering metal ruler embedded in the wall about two inches from your left ear. Oh, sorry. Right ear. That got my directions away round. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the fuck, you exclaim. You observe a small, the small mousy woman in a mustard sweater vest crouching at the fire in the room. Two more rulers in hand. Head cocked at a sickingly unnatural angle. Linda lets out a single word in a piercing roar. Magpie. That wasn't a roar. Imagine that was a roar. She throws another metal ruler. You just have enough time to dive out the way before another ruler occupies a space where, until very recently, your testicles occupied. You quickly, <laughs> you quickly assess your options. Charge at Linda and tackle her to the ground. Or 
Go back through the door into the main office or look around. <laughs> what casually That's three options. So you got charge Linda, go back through the door, or look around. <laughs> or take a look around the biscuit fucking up town. Uh, bear, bear in mind that looking around might cost you some time. Oh. So uh, we tackle, we run away, or we take a look around in biscuit fucking up the town. Yeah. Well, There's no well, consequence like, to picking like, anything, but uh, I mean there is. But there isn't. Yeah. Um, I feel I mean, like I look around. I kind of want to tackle her. <laughs> you can tackle. You can tackle her if you want, Dave. But I'm. I'm. I mean, there's three options. So. I feel like we'll be given something else to aid us with our um, predicament if we look around. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. yeah. We can always revisit some of these at the end if you want to know what happens. Okay. Cool. So you can look around, yeah. Yeah. Take a yes, quick please. second to survey the room. At the far end is Linda and her rulers. Uh, behind you is the door you just came in, and in the corner where you dived, there seems to be something black and leather on the floor. Do you pick it up or leave it? Pick it up. It's a snake. You pick it up. Uh, it appears to be a black leather gimp mask with the word Dave Billings printed across the front. Oh, <laughs> No time to think about who that is or why you left it here. Do you put it on? Yes or no? No. Yes. Yes. You now have the Dave Billings Kim mask on. You're left with only one option as Linda prepares for another attack. You have to go full brave, full braveheart on this bitch. You run at Linda full of piss and vinegar. Remember the YouTube videos on self-defense by Stephen Savgal you watched. You once watched during one of your 3 a.m. insomniatic video binges. You, pl- <laughs> you plan to throw all 12 stone of prime English steel at this sket. <laughs> at the last minute, Linda dodges out. <laughs> Linda dodges out the way, leaving you to tumble in the uh, tumble into the set of shelves at the back of the room, sending paper clips and binders flying through the air in a hailstorm of office supplies. Linda swings back around and tries to sink the metal ruler deep into your skull, but your gimp mask protects you. Oh. <laughs> you fling your weight sideways and pin her to the ground, screaming in her face, What the fuck is going on? Linda gurgles the words, Magpie. What do you mean you scream back? Linda remains mute, staring at you blankly, jerking her head in unnatural movements. Well, you, con- <laughs> well, you contemplate. You can't sit on her all day. What's your game plan here? If you get off her, she'll just attack you again. If you stay in much longer, you fear someone might start a vicious office rumour. Because <laughs> that is your problem, right? Oh, wait. <laughs> you remember you have a sandwich in your pocket. Oh. And you, and you remember that Linda is extremely allergic to cucumber. You oh. learned that from her very boring drunken slur at the Christmas do. You grab the sandwich from your pocket and stuff it into her mouth. Standing over her twitching body, you feel little remorse for your actions. This is the kind of thing you should expect when you take a job in HR. Uh, you think of something cool to say, but all you can think of is, that's for not approving my April holiday, you bitch. Cool. Very cool. You watch with alarm as Linda's body starts to dissolve before you, until it's all it's left is a set of crumpled clothes and a mess of black feathers. Uh, something has seriously gone wrong. Besides that, you have an overwhelming feeling of familiarity. Something about this haunt, something about a haunted house and a backwards man. Like you've lived this all before in another life. You chuck the clothes and the feathers behind one of the filing cabinets. You wouldn't want to raise suspicion. And now you have desire to work out what's going on in this place. Picking one of the rulers out of the wall, you pry open the jammed door and head into the main office. 
that's the end of that chapter. Right, sorry about that little break, but we're on to chapter five, Stephanie. As you continue your journey down the corridor, you feel a, poor, a pair of small but strong hands grab you on the back of your shirt and pull you into another room. Oh God, you think, Linda's come back and she's got me. You turn to meet your end and you're instead met by the pale but beautiful face of Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to the next one. Uh, can I just say that I love the fact that we can hear de- the rain on Dave's. Yeah, it's very uh, ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> you're it, wor- it works I mean, well I with have, the setting. I actually booked it for this point in time. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck have you been? Did you get? Did you not get my email? Her face scrunched up at annoyance. <clears throat> I-, I was pulled in by Harvey to explain why I was late. You reply. Stephanie's mouth drops open to form a perfect O. Oh shit! Are you okay? Did he do anything to you? Not had, uh, not having any bird-like thoughts, you know, worms fly, crowing. She says. Uh, um, no, he told me to report for orientation. Okay, okay, listen to me carefully. We don't have much time. I'm not a trading performance analyst. I, in fact, work for a very unique government branch, and I have been undercover in this business for two years. This voice. <laughs> is your cover voice, or is this actually your real voice? We have been tracking Harvey Crowstein as we think he has plans for world domination. World domination? Don't we make sausages? You say, dumbfounded. Stephanie sighs in annoyance. Yeah, can I have a sigh, please? <sighs> her blonde hair falling about her face. <laughs> yes, but we have reason to believe this is all a front. He worked this way into a position of power to afford his, the resources to make his move. To turn everyone in the world into crows. <laughs> you take a moment to process this. Is Stephanie actually a bit mental? Has the monotony of its job taken its toll on her? Maybe you're asleep still and this is part of that weird haunted house dream you were having earlier. Crows? What the fuck, Stephanie? <laughs> she sighs again. Ugh. Visible annoyance creeping into her tone. What a day. <laughs> <laughs> Look. He's not human, okay? He only appears that way. He's actually seven crows in a trench coat. We have to take him down before his plan gets to completion. He's already started with the office and he wants you taken out. Me? You say? Why me? Because you were late for work. She shouts. Let's go. We need to get out of this building and get back up. We need to keep this isolated to the office before he sends his crowbots loose on the world. Oh, <laughs> I've been writing for about five hours at this point. Love it, love this what are you taking as well in the meantime? <laughs> He's seven crows in a trench crow, mate. Uh, <laughs> you consider everything you just heard and agree that getting the fuck out of whatever is going on in here definitely is the best course of action right now. Stephanie looks at you, blue eyes blazing. As far as I can... Oh, sorry, it's you. As far as I can see, we have three ways out. Those three ways out are take the stairs, <coughs> take take the lift, or take the fire escape. Oh, uh, fuck the lift. 
That's always yeah. a risky one. I think the fire escape is always the safest option. But what I feel like... But what's the Jerry difference between just, the yeah, stairs or on fire escape? But, and also, Joe hasn't explained what the fire escape leads to. You know what I mean? Like It's it a different set of stairs that are fireproofed. Uh, I mean, a fireproof uh, stairs sound yeah. sound better. What do you fire think? Escape. I would say fire. I would say fire escape. I okay. was going to say fire escape before anything was mentioned. So oh. fire escape, eh? You're fucking cool, yeah. aren't you? Okay, uh, scroll to just, my just, fire escape. Yeah. Oh. It appears the fire escape door is jammed on this floor. Excuse right. me, <laughs> but Stephanie has an idea. There's an air vent that goes up to floor five where there's an external ladder stuck to the outside of the building used as an alternative... Oh, excuse me, that sentence is too long. Uh, Stuck to the outside of the building used as an alternative escape method in an emergency. Who fucking designed this building? You think to yourself, this this all sounds very diehard. So you pop yourself in the air vent and start crawling. Chapter six, (laughs) accounts. Oh, is that right? You were right, yeah. Uh, You would have got turned into it. You would have got turned into a crowbot if you picked any of those other options. Oh, right. <laughs> well you would have been. Well, sorry, you would have been sent for orientation. Oh, oh okay. Uh, orientation. Chapter six. Accounts. You plop out the air vent, sweaty and knackered, with very bruised knees and elbows. That wasn't anything like Die Hard. You help Stephanie down, and you both look around for the fire escape. You've never been to the fifth floor. That's where the accounts live, and therefore accountants. And you don't want to get mixed up with that a lot. Yeah, this gun. Uh, sorry. Nope. I've, that's the wrong lyric. Uh, wrong lyric? Wrong bit. Uh, sorry, I forgot a thing. Uh, can, Matt, can you just say quick over there? Quick over there! She shouts. You see a set, two, a set of two doors. You see where this is going. Oh. <laughs> uh, in the direction she pointed with the words fire escape, uh, fire exit written above both of them. In What's white text on a green. Uh, fire exit, sorry. Fire exit. You both start to run towards it, but you feel a very sharp pain flash across the back of your legs that brings you to your knees. And then, don't, uh, Dave, I think you'll be good with this one. Don't read the stage direction. Uh, that's how you've got to speak. <laughs> yeah, Dave's just taking it in the stage direction. <laughs> A small wavering voice explains. You tilt your head up to see a small, somewhat wet-looking man before you. Uh, Coming up to your eye level despite you being on your knees, his thin black hair scraped back over a bulging forehead. Uh, Your lines are in purple. Thank you. My name is Crockburn Paperwick, and I hit you with my measuring stick. The man, the man exclaims in a sort of sing-song, Mr. Pimplewick, have you heard that name before? You mean a fucking ruler? <laughs> Stephanie says to the tiny moist man. Oh, really? You remember Linda from HR and shudder at the thought of rulers. Ruler, I stick. It's not very thick. Get sassy again. You will go straight up your dick. <laughs> Craigborn sings. Dick? Stephanie says, visibly confused. (laughs) (laughs) One door is truth, one is lie. One door is safety, but from which am I? I'm going to have to explain this riddle because I was very tired when I wrote it. It goes on. Oh, Ash, you've got a line there. What is going on? I say say literally as well. Yeah. (laughs) 
You say to no one in particular. I could be lying. I could not be. That's the way of Mr. Crowley. Left or true. Right or false. wrong. Dead, of course. The disgusting little man sings. Thank you. Oh my god. I think he's saying he either always lies or always tells the truth. But we need to work out which door to go through. Stephanie says, you sigh deeply. <sighs> I fucking hate accountants. So, sorry, uh, let me just explain this one because I got a bit like, it's just at the end of the thing I was writing. So there's two doors. Uh, one is the truth door and one is the lie door. And Mr. Cragley is aligned to one of those. So he's either always telling the truth or he's always lying. So you can ask him anything you want, but he might be telling the truth or he might be lying. Um, and one of those I, doors is is the left hand door is assigned the truth, and the right hand door is assigned a lie. So, are you gonna, Joe? Are you playing the role of Mr. Cragley? Right? Uh, yeah, but I can't do that voice. <laughs> 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 it was like Gollum being boiled. <laughs> Just a lot of spit. A, a wanking Yoda. Yeah. Um, this this is a slight variation to uh, uh, another riddle that I'm familiar, familiar with. Um, sure is. We have to... I need to try and remember how we do this. No, so we, like, we have to ask him a question. Yeah, you can ask him questions. He's, he's pretty... Um, uh, he's got a lot of time in his you, hands. Are you lying? Well, but he... Well, if he's telling the truth, then he has to say no. Yeah, but then if he's but, telling tr- truth, but, he would say yes, which could he could be lying about anyway. Well, no, because if I no, ask him if he's to, telling the truth, and, he, and yeah. I say, are you lying? And he says no, then he's telling the truth. If I ask him yeah, if but, he's uh, lying, we he only says got one yes. question. Or? No, 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 you've got a few. You've just got to pick a door. You've got to pick a door. You don't have to. You don't have to ask him anything. No. You just go through one of the doors if you want. Can we? Can, yeah, can we just punch him in the face? Yeah, you, I mean you can. Oh, fucker, you fuck with me, I'll fuck you up now. Tell me the fucking truth, you little cunt. You're left with a 50-50 chance on your hands then. Right, so are you lying? Oh, shit, well, hold up. About what? About what? <laughs> I forgot that to it as well. Um, 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 I'm going to ask him a question and ask him, I, are I, you lying? Yeah, I know, I'm just trying to think of a question that will... Um, I'm trying to think of a question that will give us the truth. What's his name? Mr. Cragley. Is your name Mr. Cragley? Uh, oh shit. Okay. Uh, if, the, if the right... Point, point to the right door if your name is Mr. Cragley. Point to the left door if your name is not Mr. Cragley. Well, because that's still a double... He's still got a double option on that because... But we know his name is Mr. Cragley. Oh, it's confused me that one. Fucking other. Yeah. <laughs> so that. if he points but, the but right door, door. Uh, so sorry. So, <laughs> Hang on. so we we know that your name is Mr. Cracker. So. Point to the right door. If your name is Mr. Cragley, point to the left door. If your name is not Mr. Cragley. Mr. Cragley points to the left door. Yeah, but, so oh, no wait. So his name is Mr. Cragley. Yeah. Sorry, did you buy right? Well, he's just pointing to the left door because you asked him to point to the right door. 
Yeah, you've given two options in this. You so. by right, I, by right, you do you, you mean the correct door? Are you lying? Yeah, yeah, I meant the correct door. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so okay, so the question is the question point to the correct door. Yeah, sorry, I meant um, yeah. But how do you right. know that? How do you know he's not going to lie about the second part of the sentence? Yeah. So are you lying? If the, if the right if the right door is the correct door. Then do point you know what you're asking? The- <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because you're, well, you're asking no, this shit. I'm right? try- no, no, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to use the information that we know. We know his name is Mr. Cragley. So I'm you, also, to- you also know that one of the, tro- one of the doors is, lab- is labelled truth and one is labelled lie. Okay. So, if your name is Mr. Cragley... Mm-hmm. Lead us to the truth. St- lead us to the correct door... But that's not a question. No, no, yeah. No, you can still lie about it if he's from the lie side of it. Yeah. It's, you need, um, and you're also giving two options to a question, which uh, means either way he can either lie or tell the truth on both options. We need to give a one a question which has only one either good or negative response. So we need to formulate a question that somehow dictates if this prick is going to tell us the truth or not. <laughs> remember, remember... I'll say it again. Remember that the doors are labelled truth and lie. Uh, my, my, uh, my, my only other clue I'm going to give you is if they're truth and lie, which one is he aligned to? Yeah, that's what oh. I'm thinking. Oh, so you could... Um, For anyone listening, yeah. this is a, this is a popular a riddle based on uh, a man who is you can't decide whether he's from a city or not. Um, Mr. Cragley, if you're... Yes. <laughs> oh, it's Morag. <laughs> if, if your name is Mr. Cragley, stand in front of the door that we can go through. But it, Safely. Would he, would he not lie about being called Mr. Cragley? If he's a notorious liar. If he's a liar... It might yeah. not be his name. Might All be. right, yeah, fine. Is it sure? If um, Mr. Cragby picks his nose, visibly, <laughs> visibly uninterested right, okay, in what is going on. I think I might have it. Would um, uh, would what are you boys doing? Would you <laughs> tell me? Would you uh, say? Would you tell me that the lie door is the right room? Would you tell me? If the lie door is the correct room, the correct the, the the door to go through. No. Okay, so if that's the case, then if he's telling the truth, then it's the other door. Oh, I'll And if the, he's lying, the truth door be the door to go oh wait, no, oh that that doesn't still doesn't work, does it? Would no, the truth no, it door does. Be the correct door yeah, no, it through? does because if he's lying, if he's lying, then wait, if he's lying. If he says no, it's still I've got to get this right. I've got this in my head. I'm sure this is right. So if he's lying, then the truth door is the one to go through. But if he's telling the truth, then the truth door is the right one to go through. So it's the truth. It's the truth door we need to go. So I'm pretty sure about that. Ash. Well, no, no, hear me out. So if you say, if I've said, okay, you tell me. Fuck to go it. Let's the go. Let's door? go for, guys. Let's go for well, the no, truth. Let me, I just want to make sure I've got this logic right because I said, if he, if I've said to you. It, would you tell me to go through the lie door? And you've said no. If he's telling the truth then it means that the truth door is the right one to go through. And if he's lying, 
it would. No, wait. If I done this yeah, right, no, I don't know. Let's the, go the, through the. If he's lying, okay, he's guys, lying. guys. A third option. Watch through door. We punch him in the face and go through the third. Then we go through <laughs> the truth door. Oh, we're gonna go through the truth door. I feel like living shit out. Wait, we're punch. We're gonna. Punch him in the face and then go through the truth door. Okay, right, right. okay. Um, we punch him in the face and go through the truth door. We punch him in the face. We're, we're I'm, gonna gonna have, I'm gonna have to rewrite um, the beginning of this. Uh, you punch Mr. P Pimplewick in the face. Uh, I'm missing the crimple, I didn't know. Whatever the fuck it was. Uh, no, his name, changed his name about five His name's Crackly Pimplewick. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thank you. Uh, uh, he leaves He leaves a thin layer of residue on your wrist. No time to think about that now. You push him out of the way and you burst through the door. You head down a set of stairs. At the bottom, you see a ladder. You go ahead of Stephanie and start to climb the long ladder attached to the exterior of the building. As you descend, you look up at a hopeful face looking down on you. You feel warm. Everything's going to be okay. You finally make it to the bottom of the ladder as you scramble down the last few rungs. You observe to see you're dropping in some kind of service yard for deliveries. You've never seen this part of the building before. You lower yourself down from the last rung and lose your footing, slipping on the floor and landing face first on the concrete. Stars dancing across your vision. You look up and see a pair of shiny black shoes. You hear a voice from above. Who was me? Who? <laughs> Hello, boy. End of part one. Oh. Uh. So you did pick the right door. Cool. Yeah. I, I think I still think it was wrong, but it the, the, it reminded me of the riddle that's in the labyrinth, where you've got the two, the the one that's telling the truth and the one that's lying. And yeah. I think from what I remember, she said, uh, "Would the other person tell me that this is that's the door or something?" And then that makes it so that one's right. But I think I'd still fucked it up and maybe with the. Um, lucky, but, I, I like that we just punched him away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would have happened if we went through the other one? Uh, oh, a. You head down the set of stairs. Yes, freedom. You hear a loud click. The stairs have become a slide, and at the end, you're spiky doom. What a very Scooby Woo Scooby Doo way to die, as you, <laughs> okay. you think. Scooby Woo, as you hurt to your doom. Um, the last thing you feel is the cold steel pressing into your skull. You've been worked to death. Okay, so we've done pretty well actually. Stay yeah, alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, great, so that's the first part of Crowboy Rings Last Part 2. Okay, great. For the next one. My dissertation on... <laughs> my dissertation <laughs> of Doom. Uh, yeah, cool. Right, well, let's carry on with the normal stuff. It's time for shit news. Time for shit news. <laughs> this is the latest dispatch just received in our news. Sunungen Podcast, bringing you the latest news from around the world. With hot lips, funky given, long socks, and tea bag. This is shit news. Yeah, it's um, it's shit news. Ladles and jelly spoons. I did not prepare an intro for this in my mind. Um, welcome to Shit News, your escape from the lamestream media. This week, we have set sail on the sea of custard. <laughs> We've got our custard spoons and... Mm, Ambrosia there. Mm, other leading brands available there. Uh, we've tasted it. We've tasted the custard sea. And um, in the sea, there are tiny pods, like vanilla. But what are they? That's not vanilla. That's the news. Uh, this week's news. 
Uh, tense Louise Redknapp is seen for the first time since ex Jamie's shocking wedding. I don't know. What, I don't know what was shocking about it. Uh, uh, Jesse J has abs. Good for Bastard. her. Bastard! <laughs> um, oh god, scroll down. So many adverts. Uh, pregnant Daniel Lloyd uh, wears a skeleton costume and is bloated. spooky. What? <laughs> bloated. <laughs> bloated. Uh, Mile in class wears a blazer. Big hat, no. Uh, Mick. <laughs> Big hat, no. <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, and uh, Madonna is sixty-three. Um, oh, good for her. But this oh, week, I really want to. What I really want to focus on is a new story I've changed my mind on. Just as I was uh, in between those two um, segments, um, a Dutch football fan went viral on Sunday after he carried forty-eight beers from the kiosk to his seat. Um, five, done in five stacks from the bar. He did not spit. He claims he did not spill a drop on the way to his seat, and he said it wasn't even that impressive. As his friend managed to do more last week. Gets reported on. like this ain't nothing. So FC Twenty supporter Christian Rottergering, twenty three, was captured holding five full cartons of beer stacked one on top of each other for him and his friends, much to the delight of onlooking fans. Did not drip, drop, um, spill a drop of beer. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. God, I just wrote a whole story and I can't read that one sentence. Um, <laughs> beer. Uh, I always go to the game with a group of friends and each one of our, each time, each one of us has a job getting the beers in. And this time it was my turn and I didn't fancy have to keep, keep going back and forth to the bar. So I decided to get everything in one visit. <laughs> there oh, you go. Um, he said, after he appeared on TV, he got 300 friend requests on Instagram. Um, and that's the whole story. Um, oh. <laughs> pleasant. Uh, one nice. beery boy. Um, Beery boy indeed. We're going to go over to the rain-soaked streets of Orpington. Um, have you got an umbrella over there, Mr. Grave? <laughs> I don't need. I've got a wooden roof and it's fucking doing a great job, <laughs> but it sounds fantastic. Let me tell you the story of a man that builds a Halloween pirate ship in Tamworth Garden. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very good. Wow. A man has built a giant pirate ship in his garden to celebrate Halloween. It can be sea... In, in front of his home of Andrew uh, Carvel <laughs> in Wilconnot Lane in Tamworth and was built from scrap wood fence panels and pallets. Neighbours has been hooked by the creation which measures 30 foot, which is about 9 metres long and 9 foot 2 metres wide. Mr Carvel said, and that's some terrible fucking English right there by BBC, uh, Mr Carvel said, and just fits in the garden. Uh, the eye-catching creation is bleed is blood by children in the area. And Mr. Carver did the following is a castle built last year. But basically, the, this couple built a huge... Um, Door fun until he ship. rapes and pillages them. Well, yeah, he's going to go out there and take all their... <laughs> gets in the mood. Rape and pillage. Um, but if you have a look at the pictures Mr. on the BBC, Custard! I was literally just about to turn around and say Mr. Custard. Poor Mr. Custard. Captain Custard! <laughs> Straight bollocks just appears. <laughs> there he goes. But yeah, a giant pirate ship in the front of the in front of their garden. Oh, yeah. very wholesome. Yeah, uh, cool. I'm gonna go over to Dartford, where it's probably gonna get a whole bunch less wholesome. Uh, beep, 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 Matt. Uh, sorry, I didn't even get all our names earlier, did I? Sorry. Uh, uh, Teabag, are you in? Teabag, thanks, long socks. Uh, yeah, beep, 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 beep. yeah. Hello, um, Americans. America's heaviest pumpkin was disqualified from competition with one tiny crack. Bastard. Uh, oh. Bastard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so giant. Pumpkin growing is a massive thing. Um, 
the uh, yeah the right seeds can they can basically get huge prizes. The prize money can be even bigger and uh, bigger than what? Like sorry. A, uh, well, put it this way: the grand prize is twenty thousand dollars. Hey, I'm not gonna sniff that for growing a for growing a giant pumpkin. Um, just spend on it growing a giant pumpkin. Yeah, so basically, they make these giant pumpkins, and this guy called Mike Schmidt has been known for oh, making Schmitty. some fucking great ones. He did one that was two thousand five hundred and twenty pounds in weight. Which is yeah, and unfortunately, it was disqualified because it had a crack in it the size of a fingernail. Oh, oh. come on! Yeah, you know, oh fair. Uh, because yeah, it fair. was in, it's it in was the rule in, book. <laughs> it was imperfect. Yeah, uh, I like my pumpkins perfect, Schmidt. He could have taken okay, away okay. twenty-two thousand six hundred and eighty dollars. Oh, let's set up a GoFundMe for him. No. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that sounds like effort. Have a crack at it. No, I'm but not going to support. Hey. Crack in <laughs> yeah, but the the world record uh, is currently sit at two thousand six hundred and twenty four pounds. Have you got that in normal people measurements? Uh, what measurement would you like it in? Uh, okay, ki- kilograms. kilograms. So that is How many babies does it weigh? <laughs> one thousand one hundred ninety kilograms. Wow. So it's over a ton now. A ton of pumpkins. Yeah, or 187 t- stone. Oh, wow. Great. Good. Uh, uh, or one, or, or 1.19 ton. 1.19 wow. ton. Um, or one th- <laughs> 1,190,226 1, grams. Cool. I think oh, we're all covered. Um, or. No, no, no. more. Funky Gibbon, Funky Gibbon, come in. I'm hearing static on the I'm line. Here, I'm, here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm no, here. Sorry, yeah, no, there's, there's some some interference from um, Mr. Billings' rain. Um, we've got. Socks, um, thank you very fucking much. Sorry, Long Socks. I, that, that's, I forgot. That's, that's Mr. Your, long Socks. That's your, your maiden name. To use, that's your maiden name. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, Billings is his maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> I got married to Mr. Longsocks. <laughs> he got married to Gertha Longsocks. <laughs> Gertha. <laughs> you went to my wedding. Do you not remember, Matthew? Yes. You were the that, best he needs man. to do a blank yes. and to remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, later on, we'll find out. Oh, good old um, David. Ancient Gertha. crusader sword found by a scuba diver off the Israeli coast. So it says the man was diving uh, an ancient crusader sword. Oh. So it says the man was diving off Israel's Mediterranean coast Saturday when he spotted a trove of ancient artifacts. Um, basically, it's um, he found this sword. He was diving about 150 meters down off the coast, and um, he basically found this sword. It says um, the it's a crusader sword. A crusader sword. Yeah, I'll, I'll go through it in a minute. A sword from the Experts say the area provided shelter for ancient ships and is home to many archaeological treasures, some dated back 4,000 years. But such discoveries can be elusive because of the constantly shifting sands. Um, so basically, he was worried that this sword would get buried, so he basically took it ashore and delivered it to government experts, which estimated it's about 900 years old. It's covered in and encrusted in marine organisms. But he's mm. apparently made of iron. Delicious. Forbidden snack. Um, Fire that iron up in a big pan. Exci- yeah, it's exciting to encounter such a personal object taking you back 900 years back in the time of a different era with knight's armour and swords. 
Um, but basically, it dates back to, like I said, the sort of ancient Crusades. How did it get in there? No idea. But Does anyone remember back, that? It dates back to the Crusaders. Advert for so. Peanuts that went, hey, Crusader, have you any nuts? Uh, nope, just me. He, okay. <laughs> apparently, he was given a certificate. Uh, see, you would think like he'd probably get a lot of money for something, a discovery like that, wouldn't you? But it says the sword is to be cleaned and further analysed while the diver identified as Shlomi Katzin was Shlomi. given a certificate of appreciation for good citizenship. Yeah, fair enough. Fair Can't enough. Sell that shit. Yeah, it's got <laughs> cracking it. The kids not going to win. It's got cracking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Uh, that was shit news. Consider yourself up to Certainly date, was. and we are gonna swing on down the custard sea to the blankomatic now. Cool. Blankomatic, it's chromatic, it's dramatic. Blankomatic. Blankomatic. All right, you weenies, we're here, we're back, we're here in the Blankomatic station. And, um, uh, guys, I didn't choose you. What have you gotten <laughs> this time? No, oh, Luke done. Guys, what have you done? What have you I done? Had, I, had, I had an experience. Yeah, go on. Oh. It's for the scary monster. Oh. Oh. And this week's Blankomatic is called. The scary, the scary monster. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right, yeah. That's all it is. It's just Bless called him. the scary monster. <laughs> the lib intro starts with, "It was a dark night with a full moon in the sky." Yep. Well, it's yep. not a dark night, cool. is it? With a full moon in the sky. <laughs> it was a dark night, but it was quite bright. <laughs> but there was a full moon in the sky, so it was well lit. Uh, we may have done this one before, but it was quite hard finding Halloween specific blankomatics. But I think it's been a year, so hey ho, guys! Hopefully, we didn't do this one for the Halloween last time. <laughs> I don't remember doing anything about scary monsters. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, we need a noun. Uh, oh fuck! Um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, spooky eyelash. Uh, Crusty crustacean. Um, uh, spooky crustacean. Yeah. Spooky crustacean. Bloody palm tree. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have our nouns, Joe. Uh, we need an emotion. Um, oh, um, um, depressed. <laughs> rabidly, <laughs> rabidly sexual. Sexually is, that, is that an emotion? Sexually depressed. Sexually depressed. Sexually de- yeah. <laughs> Why not combine them? It's the custom. We need two animals. Right, you know what? I'm gonna move sp- I'm gonna move animal. I'm gonna move spooky crustacean to animal. We now need okay. a noun. Oh, uh uh automatic mouse penis. <laughs> um <laughs> I like automatic. Automatic uh, toenail um, train. Automatic ghost automatic, creator. Automatic bum spanker. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> automatic <laughs> bum spanker. <laughs> That's classic. Uh, <laughs> okay. Automatic bum spanker. That, isn't that on our new so, Yeah. Spooky <laughs> crust. We need another. We need another animal. Um, um, kidney rat. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going wrong with a kidney rat. A little wiggly kidney rat. <laughs> I was going to say a frightful what? ferret, but... <laughs> Sorry, I like kidney wiggly rat. kidney rat. A wiggly kidney rat. We oh. need a plural animal part, e.g. claws, ears, horns. Um, um, teats. Horns <laughs> of a cat. <laughs> Saw. Saw, Saw fr- teats. Saw fluffy teats. Oh. Red rod. Cat tits. <laughs> red raw cat tits. <laughs> red raw. Red, red, oh, red, we can't, oh, we can't have cat. So we can have red, red raw teats. Oh, red raw teats. Oh, oh my god. Red raw cat tits is a great punk band name. <laughs> uh, Ash, we need a number. Go high. Um, high, yeah. Um, 407. Mm. Okay. Uh, plural body part. Testicles. Um, <laughs> Custard's bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Custard's <laughs> Oh, Mr. Custard has been bashed so unfairly in this episode. He doesn't know. If anything, <laughs> we've given him promotion. And uh, people are going to look at him and go, well, maybe I'll hire him. Can you imagine people ringing him up for the entertainment and saying, just, just to ask, you, you don't teabag children. <laughs> Do you really teabag children? I don't like, you know. Always that know, extra. I'm going to put, sorry, I'm going to put Mr. Bo- Mr. Custard's bollocks Mr. Bollocks Custard I'm, I'm going to put Mr. Custard's bollocks under a noun oh, that's yeah. go, that happens further further on okay. so we still need a plural body part because I think we need to just keep it as just a body part I like the idea of Mr. Custard's okay. website has um, when you fill out the form to book him now it goes how did you hear about me Google <laughs> Yahoo Hotmail Synergy, Synergy. <laughs> you say a plural body part Plural body part. Crusty lungs. Um, oh. Oh. Oh, I hate everything um, about that. Well, keep that. Dusty toes. Dusty toes. <laughs> dusty well, toes. Well, we actually I need like... another plural body part, so we've got... Dusty toes. Dusty toes. Dusty toes on uh, that Amount of time, four days or eight minutes? Ash. Ash. Uh, two months. Two months. Food. Sorry, Sorry what? Food. Food. Oh, Food. Uh, waffle. I said waffle earlier. Blue waffle. Do not Google that if you've not heard of that. If you haven't Googled it, Google. No, don't. No, do it. Don't. Verb. You haven't lived. Verb. Uh, um, uh, something spooky. Um, okay. Oh, um, sh- uh, shiver. Oh, yeah. shiver. Yeah, yeah, nice. Something outside plural. Mountains, hills, clouds. Um, um, forest. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <pot tree>. hole. <laughs> giant <laughs> pothole. <laughs> Great suggestion. Thank you. Oh, Christ. Uh, About the J- forbidden forest. Oh. Jamie Redknapp's concrete dog statue. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jamie read that's frightful forest. <laughs> is it statues? Is it plural? <laughs> yeah. It's supposed right. to be a location, isn't it? Outside location. Something outside. Oh, yeah, it's something. All right, okay. Statues, all right. Okay, you're okay, Jamie okay, Redknapp's concrete what? Dog statues? Dog statues. Dog statues. Or his dog statue mausoleum. I don't know. Whatever you... <laughs> well... Now... Plural. <laughs> now I'm oh, plural. Uh, 
uh, tit socks. Oh, uh, <laughs> fucking chocolate! Fucking dick. chocolate rain. Chocolate <laughs> condoms. Yeah, chocolate, chocolate teapot. Cozy teapot. A, a, a child's rucksack full of chocolate condoms. <laughs> a child full of bees. What? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, a child full of Alfred Hitchcock books. All my screaming at him every I'm five just gonna minutes. Write, I'm going to write chocolate condoms. A child's a frown. Chocolate army. A child army. A Chinese child army. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand Vietnamese children made of Chinese armies. Chinese child. <laughs> yeah, good for now. Now employ a child Chinese. Do you support the CCA? <laughs> CCP. Do you stand with the CCP? So no CCA in the child Chinese oh. army. <laughs> you stand with right. Plural plural transportation. Oh, um, the tires. Oh, um. Buffalo the wings. Rural transportation. When do you get in more than one transportation at a time? That doesn't make sense, <laughs> that question. Plural um, transportation. I'm in a boat and a boat copter. Buses? <laughs> Trains? Boat, no, boat yeah. copter. Rusty rocket. Uh, Hovercrafts. Hovercrafts. Um, Rod Stewart's rusty rocket. Uh, Iron Maiden's plural. plane yeah. that can only travel to non European countries because they voted Brexit. Stings. Yeah, got, got a bit of too political there. Sorry. It's a mouthful. <laughs> Stings sausage boat. Stings, Stings sag- shaggy go on tour. Stings sexy reggae sailing boat. Um, <laughs> Boats. Is that, these are all <laughs> rural <laughs> things though. Armada. Yeah. Armada. <laughs> Stings Spanish Armada. <laughs> I love it. Stings uh, Spanish Armada. Stings no. sexy reggae Armada. Yes, the one. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> single Rock piece of clothing. <laughs> single piece of clothing. Oh, just, a scarf. Oh, uh, Alexander scarf guard. Cum sock. Uh, wet scarf. Whoa. Soggy scarf. Cum soggy scarf. scarf. Yeah, soggy scarf. Soggy scarf. Plural clothing. Oh, Bad Granny's knitted clothing. tit. Warmers. Warmers. <laughs> You're right, love. You haven't put on your tip warmers. I can't get uh, you money so, so the next thing we needed was noun, which is Mr. Custard's bollocks. Oh, uh, <laughs> verb plus ed. Um, um, I've just got an uh, image of him lightly, ex- exploded, lightly, lightly dipping his balls yeah. on children uh, for chicken nuggets. Animal sound. Ta- um, <laughs> oh yeah, I can't write that. Squ- I don't know, Squ- Squ- just Squibbit. raw, but D- R A W R. Squibbity, squibbity, squibbity blue. I'm the. No, it was an I'm from sound, the zoo. Not a Russian, not a Russian <laughs> dance band. Squibbity. Squibbity. Uh, just write quack. Squibbity blue. I'm from the zoo. Dabadi dabadi. We need animal plural. Oh. Um, lipstick, oh. lipstick emperor snakes. penguins, emperor lipstick snakes, <laughs> <laughs> emperor lick, lick, lipstick snakes. Doesn't make any fucking sense. All right, we've got emperor 
Emperor Lipstick Snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Another noise, e.g. banging, thumping. Frosting. Um, what, was the one you said, what was the one you said with the rulers? I said thwanging. Thwunk. Thwunk. Yeah. Thwunking. Thwunking. <laughs> uh, we need another emotion. Um, Dave? Uh, uh, um, uh, f- bleeding. Um, emotional double A batteries. Emotional bleeding. Emotional bleeding? <laughs> emotionally. Uh, emotionally. Uh, te- emotionally. Tepid amusement. <laughs> emotionally absent father. Emotionally dead. I have no emotion. I'm dead. Okay. Uh, verb plus ing. Prodding. Um, spinning. Grinding. What did you say, Ash? Charging. Char- I said spinning, but I said it's charging. Mashing. Oh, I, like, I like spinning. Yeah. A single piece of clothing. Uh, a lot of clothing. A child's thong. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> A wet child's. Sorry, no. A, a wet, silky child's. No. <laughs> silky. 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 Why would it be <laughs> fucking silky? That's too far. <laughs> no, it's got to be done. I've actually made my, I've actually made myself cringe. <laughs> I don't How the fuck can we have made that any worse? <laughs> That's horrific. Oh, I feel Listeners, I'm sorry. Listeners, I'm sorry. No, it's uh, not. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, no, toenail bandana. I don't know. No, no. I'm no, sorry. No, he's got, he's We've got, got a wet, silky, silky child's thong. <laughs> we could just put, yeah, in my mind your brain, Joe. In my mind, your it's brain. a religious song. <laughs> this was the last of our synergy. We need a noun or a nonce. <laughs> teddy toothpaste. Oh. toothpaste teddy and his testicular tosses damp, damp teddy um, no, no, no more damp things just teddy <laughs> no more wet <laughs> shit no, I've written damp teddy Pl- verb plus ed um, cuddled uh, weakened oh. weakened <laughs> oh. oh god Sm- smushed <laughs> Stripped. <laughs> uh, th- actually, there is another verb plus ed, so I'm gonna do smushed. Huh. Uh, okay, we're, ne- we're nearly there. Noun. A uh, weed goblin. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> weed goblin. Is that Rob Goblin's other name? Uh, Dave. Yo. We need two colours. Oh God. Uh, let's go for teal and um, maroon five. <laughs> so, no, 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 Jessica, no. Jessica Teal, Jessica Teal. No, 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 no just, I like just Teal and Maroon Five. Oh, I missed the, I missed the politics. <laughs> Maroon Five is no but politics like were like so last, so like see episodes thirty to thirty-five. Yeah, so, so. now we're all about normal colours and bands. <laughs> we're all about, yeah, about fucking up with colours. Okay, uh, we need an adjective. Um, ghoulish. Oh, I like that. I'm trying to remember that it is about Halloween. Ash, we need a number. Get <laughs> really go. high. Um, get really high. Really, really high. Um, get crazy with yeah. it. 7,503. Oh. Really high. That's so high. 
<laughs> preposition backwards, forwards, sideways. Let's keep this simple. Oh, yeah. uh, Ninety-five degree angles. Sideways, yeah, sideways, like a crab. <laughs> sideways, like a crab. And then after that, <laughs> in brackets, quack. <laughs> Transportation. <laughs> uh, automobile. Um, the bus. Um, uh, fuck the bus. Twenty-seven. What was, the, what was the name of that Liddle. fucking? Um, the the Ben's patent pentative motor wagon motor wagon there you go go motor wagon Graham Norton's death motor wagon uh, <laughs> Graham Norton's death is in like hard of hearing what <laughs> Graham Norton's mobile meth lab <laughs> <laughs> Graham Norton's mobile, mobile meth lab uh, is he there he well, might be there another... he he presents need... it he presents you the we meth need... we need another emotion. Um, oh. uh, post wank uh, clarity, sarcastic. <laughs> Sorry, sarcastic but, wanker. But post wank clarity a is such angered. a thing. It is a thing. Right, we're nearly there. We've got we've got three more. We need a, a noun plural and two adjectives. Um, uh, adjective uh, sloppy perfume, just... ve- vengeful. I quite like uh, vengeful. Yeah. And what was the other one? The other adjective? Sloppy. Yeah, I can have sloppy. Uh, yeah, for noun plural, I put perfumes. Okay, Ooh, uh, play it. S- what do we do for noun? Uh, perfumes. Gonna, uh, oh, sorry, yeah, perfumes. I'm very normal with right. that one. Joe, yeah, Joe yeah, I think we've got enough in here. Yeah. <laughs> right, everyone take a drink. Bit of water. Right. Joe, insert spooky music here. <laughs> the scary monster. Ooh, it was a dark night with a full automatic bum spanker in the sky. constellation. <laughs> <laughs> the news. The news said there was a sexually depressed monster on the loose. Day <laughs> again. <laughs> they said to watch out for half spooky crustacean half wiggly kidney rat creature with fangs giant red raw teeth and 407 crusty lungs oh I hate everything about that (laughs) he comes out to hunt once every two months he He feeds on human dusty toes and raw blue waffle It was on a night I had to shiver home from work and only and only way home was through the Jamie Radnap's concrete dog statues. <laughs> Very spooky. Oh, that old, uh, We've all been there many a time. I couldn't get a taxi because I had no Chinese child army. <laughs> they do normally the- carry me home on a throne. <laughs> And the Sting sexy reggae armada were running that late. Yeah. <laughs> whenever I'm I'm so unreliable. Whenever I'm, I'm, I had a few drinks, I always wait for Sting's <laughs> fucking reggae armada. Well, you know what they say when you're waiting for Sting's reggae armada? You could wait for ages and the two come at once. Yeah. That's always the way. <laughs> I had to take my chances. I threw on my soggy scarf and Granny's oh. knitted tip warmers. <laughs> Got out my flashlight and grabbed Mr. Custard's bollocks in the nearest tree, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> and I, ex- for good luck. 
<laughs> and I exploded fast, really fast. Really? <laughs> when I reached the middle of the woods, I started hearing squibbity blue. I'm from the zoo sounds. <laughs> that's common on a full moon. There Fair are enough. usually a lot of emperor lips, lipstick <laughs> snakes out at night. So I'm going to say it again. I started hearing squibbity blue. I'm from the zoo sound, but that's common on a full moon. But there are usually a lot of emperor lipstick snakes out at night. Mm, easy for you to say. Yeah, that was a tongue twister. Then I started hearing thwunking noises behind me. At this point, I was too emotionally dead to cry. <laughs> me all the time. Well, what a mood. <laughs> I started spinning through the streets when my, <laughs> when my wet, silky child's thong got caught on a damp teddy. No. It's <laughs> even worse. I struggled to untangle it, but there was just no time to waste. I ripped it off and weakened, <laughs> and weakened it as fast as I could. Then I noticed I had dropped my weed goblin. <laughs> when I looked back up, I suddenly saw a teal figure, and it looked like a ghoulish 7,503-legged creature with glowing maroon five eyes just staring at me. I love the fact that they took the time to go, that's 7,503 legs. <laughs> Hang on. That few. I took a deep breath and ran sideways like a crab. <laughs> took a corner and smushed my way to the open road. <laughs> That's when a Graham Norton's mobile meth lab stopped and offered to take me home. <laughs> Good offer. So it's nice then. I was so post late. Sorry. I was so post wank clarity at that point. <laughs> I got home safely and locked all my perfumes. You did. Um, this was... You did have a explosion earlier when you touched Mr. Yeah. Custard's testicles. Yeah, <laughs> this was definitely the most ventral night of my sloppy oh, life. No. Yeah, yep. sloppy life. Wow. Very good. Oh, uh, yeah, so, you had quite the Halloween. Oh, I think I think we've all had a quite a Halloween, quite a Halloween episode. So thank you very much, everyone who's yeah. uh, stayed with us to the end of this episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Love you very rain. much. Uh, enjoyed Dave's rain in the background. <laughs> I'll find yeah, editing that out later. Yeah. Every time and, uh, uh, yes, thank you for still being part of Synergen. We love you very much. Huzzah! 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 Huzz